0: Welcome to today at the G1, oh god I just watched this show, lordy, are you sitting comfortably and I guess we'll begin, I haven't even opened up the the cage match thing to, to show you but it was quite the event I have to say and a ton of stuff happened but before we start properly um, we need to talk about Mr Ryan Smile who passed away the other day, um, He was much loved in the British wrestling industry and a lot of his friends obviously are feeling very very sad right now and I'd like to put our thoughts out to his friend and family. One of his friends is Will Osprey, Osprey, who we'll talk about on this particular show and I will refrain from my usual comments on Will because clearly he deserves some peace and quiet at this particular time, however I will say this, I'm still not a fan. Of Mr. Ospreay and the things he's done in the wrestling industry. I will give him a fair shake today because he doesn't deserve to lose a friend as no one does. Um, but there we go. I wanted to put that out there. I don't feel like I've said anything wrong in this last week. I stand by what I've said. Um, I still think that Will could be a better person and hopefully he will be. And I will leave it at that. But we'll go back to normal when we come to things however I will say this Um, I will say that I hope the family and friends of Ryan Smile find some peace at this time now let us move on to the wrestling so today was the first day at Ryogoku Sumo Hall in Tokyo Japan 2863 it's it's normally about 6,000 seater and it was Actually, really a uh, good crowd, and they were really into the show. It opened with Yatasuji defeating Gabriel Kidd in 6 minutes and 52 seconds. Not a lot to say about this match. It was kind of get it out of the way, um, <laughs> to be honest with you. It was just like, we, we really need to get to the meat and potatoes of what's going on in this particular card, because there was so much to go on in this particular card. Yujiro Takahashi defeated Jeff Cobb yujiro actually got a win in this tournament that he has been trying so hard for and the fans rallied to him for to be fair jeff cobb is a big baby face in tokyo but i think the fans have noted that yujiro has actually tried really ridiculously hard um and this is actually the highest rate his mad- match he's had in the whole tournament 4.86 which isn't much But it's something, and I actually have really been impressed with Yujiro's effort in this particular tournament. He's taken things seriously, and he's tried really hard. So it was nice to see him actually get his just desserts and his reward uh, for this particular tournament win. I was very, very pleased with that for that, and uh, I I think it was really cool that he actually managed to win one match in the tournament. Jeff Cobb was good in this as well. It was well worth it. Next up was Shingo Takagi and Minoru Suzuki. Of all the last day matches, I was thoroughly impressed by this one. It's the match at uh, Jingu Baseball Stadium a few weeks ago was utterly unreal, and this one was just as good. 7.93 from the cage match viewers after only a couple of hours of this being up. 12 minutes and 29 seconds of just intense battle back and forth. I don't think it was. Qu- I'm up and down on whether it was better than the one at Jingu Stadium or not. I think maybe this one was a little better paced, and of course it sets up Shingo and Minoru Suzuki for the Never weight Championship. I think this might be Minoru Suzuki's lowest score in the G1. He only ended up with six points, but could have easily been eight because this was a very back-and-forth matchup. Out of all the people that have beat Minoru Suzuki, the ones most likely to want title shots are Tai Chi, obviously, Shingo Kukagi. And um, maybe not Ko I think you could probably live without it, to be fair. <laughs> but yeah, that was unreal. That match was absolutely brilliant. Now, Will Ospreay versus Kazuchi Okada, 12 to 14, 12 points to 12 points. Will Ospreay defeats Kazuchi Okada in 17 minutes and 4 seconds, 8.45 from the cage match users. And the reason why it was good was because there was a story being told. At the start of the match, Osprey really went hell for leather. He desperately wanted to win the match quickly and clean. He's wrestling a bigger guy, and that's the right story to tell in the circumstances. Osprey has the speed and agility and youth on his side. I won't say youth, actually. They're about the same age. But Ricardo has certainly got size and ex- big match experience. There's loads of good reasons why Osprey wants to put Okada away early, and he even tries to go to Stormbringer within the first five minutes. And then after that, Akada built his comeback and he relied on his submission, the money clip, which is getting over, but it's taken a long while, Um, and his usual offense to try and build himself back into the match. And he did a really good job. And then Akada, Akada manages to get to a comeback and there's a bit of a peak. And then B Priestley turns up and then the great Okan turns up and all of a sudden... Uh, interferes in the match and Will Ospreay ends up taking the win with Stormbringer and he leaves Chaos and starts a new faction and uses Hidden Blade to destroy Okada and the new faction includes B Priestley and the Great Okan which I guess is going to straddle Stardom and New Japan and it's like well... Clearly they've gone all in with Osprey, but I'm not convinced, why do you need another killer heel, you've got plenty of good ones, you only need Jay White, and you don't need anybody else, to be honest with you, Jay White carried the heel side of things for a year, why would you need anyone else? I suppose they've got to do something with Osprey, and he's going to start his own faction, so, there's that. (laughs) Grey O'Conn, by the way, I think he's a lovely bloke, he's really nice. And we'll sign anything with you for you if you've got a tenner on you. Right, next up, good lord. 9.2 from the cage match users. This match was damn near perfect. Kota Ibushi defeats Tai Chi in 17 minutes of 12 seconds of literally two people kicking one another. That's all they did. They just kicked one another. Which doesn't sound that interesting on paper. And you know how much I dislike Tai Chi. <laughs> I go on and on about it. However, he was the perfect guy to do this with. He has this kind of kick sense that the, the Kawada influence, if you will, kicks were kind of Kawada's thing. And Tai Chi is a Kawada student. And they're kind of the, the major, major part of his arsenal. And Ibushi wrestled Yujo Takahashi, only using strikes the other night, as Emily Pratt pointed out in her piece uh, for Fanbite. Uh, earlier in the week, she, there was only strikes. So this leads us to this, Ko wrestling Tai Chi, and Kotrabushi only used leg kicks, and Tai Chi only used leg kicks. The only wrestling move in the entire match was a kamagai knee at the end of the match. And the two didn't really shake hands, but they had a lot of a respectful conversation at the end of the evening, which was really thrilling to watch, because I have a feeling these two are probably gonna wrestle each other again, I still don't like Tichy, and he can still go home however i will watch him wrestle from time to time and enjoy some of the things that he does and this was one of them this was absolutely a true blinder 17 minutes and 12 seconds of nigh on a perfect wrestling match he and you didn't they didn't need to do it with anything else but kicks it was all in the selling and the reaction speaking of the selling and the reaction the main event of this night was tomohiro ishii versus jay White. Tomohiro Ishii gets to headline a major card maybe once in a year and boy does he have fun. He turned up pissed because Osprey's left chaos and was angry and walked to the ring with a sense of purpose like you wouldn't believe. Jay White was chilled. It's only got one match to win. It's Ishii. He's beaten him before. Not tonight. This was not about that. And this was just The best wrestling match I've seen in a month of watching an awful lot of wrestling matches to cover the G1. This was just far and above anything I've seen and Jay White is the best heel in professional wrestling today. You can throw anyone at me. I don't care. Jay White is better than any of them. Tomohiro Ishii is one of the best babyfaces and one of the best workers in the world. A true mechanic in every sense of the world. This was the best story. I have seen all year. This was the best match I've seen all year. This was better than the main event at Wrestle Kingdom. This was just simply astounding. It was that good. It was the basic story of Ishii. He's lost the tournament. He can't win. He's on six points. The only thing he can do is upset Jay White, his former protege, in chaos. So he's going to do it. And he did it. At one point, the reversals were going that quick. Jay White was trying to deliver a brain buster while Ishii was trying to deliver the, the... The switchblade finisher it was insane they were going that quickly for that long it just 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 it just beggars belief how good they were with this and how fast and how smooth this was just so so good Um, the basic story was that Ishii wouldn't back down and White went after his knee which is already taped and bandaged and then they built the story on that and then Ishii went after Jay White's knee and basically, with the being kicked to death in the previous match, that meant whoever got to the final would be working on one leg. <laughs> so, and then it was a matter of just chop, chop, chop away, and Ishii managed to plough through the Bullet Club shenanigans and take the win in the main event, which meant Kota Ibushi ended up winning the A block, and he goes back to the final for the third year running, I think. Yeah, it is the third year running. He won last year. He wrestled Tanahashi in the final the year before and lost. He won the final last year against Jay White. So this year, we'll have to see who he wrestles tomorrow. But lordy, what a day's wrestling. Um, uh, this has just been absolutely insane. I will be back tomorrow with the final night of Block A from Rayogoku. um It will be later on in the evening. I have to go and sort my dad out because he's put his elbow through his television. So I've got to go and sort some TVs out tomorrow. So I'll be watching on the bus. I might record it on my phone on the way home if there's no one on the bus. <laughs> and if I get that excited, I've got a bunch of matches to watch for Sunday's Trupenny show as well, where we'll be looking at the collective uh, shows from GCW last weekend, myself and Chelsea Spollen. A bit of a trail there for you the return of Chelsea Spollen. He kind of got reinvigorated because of those shows, and we'll talk to her about that. I will be back tomorrow with the final night of Block B. I will be back on Sunday to review the final of the G1 Climax Tournament. And this has been Today at the G1. My name's James Troopany, and this is a Troopany Show podcast. Take care. Speak to you soon. You can find the show at Troopany Show on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, the Troopany Show, and on Patreon, the Troopany Show, where you can keep the Troopany Show free forever for everyone. Speak soon and take care. Bye.